There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Stretch Marks with me, Caroline Foran. And me, Sinead Moore. We Hello. are here. <laughs> Finally. We absolutely made it. It only took us about six months. It was November. November when we first had this conversation and it is now March. The irony is, is that we have been so stretched and the podcast is called Stretch Marks and we haven't been able to find a minute together without getting interruptions from crash or COVID or all the different things that are all part of the stretch of being a mother. But we're here now. Oh, it's just so nice to have no distractions. It's so funny, though, because it took us a couple of days to figure out once we decided that we wanted to do something together. It took us a couple of days to figure out, okay, what are we going to call it and what's it going to be about? And then it was like, well, what's happening for us? We're so stretched. Mm -hmm. Our time is stretched. Our attention span, our capacity to just get anything done. So stretched. And then it took us this this long to actually get it done. So it has just proven that it was a really good idea. And from the feedback we've gotten so far, I'm like from sharing stuff on Instagram, everyone else is feeling a stretch too and that is what this podcast is going to be all about we're going to bring in a lot of everyone's different feedback on the different various ways in which motherhood stretches you for this episode it's our first one baby's first episode (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit of a get to know us episode just to give um, insight in case people don't listen to our other podcasts or haven't they may not or haven't bought my three books how dare you well you know this is a get to know us uh, and we're going to talk about I guess why we're here why we're doing this why we're here why we're here so, so who are you, Sinead? Who why are I? you here? Well, I am be less known because I'm not best-selling author Caroline Foran. I am the host of Every Mum the Podcast. Which is phenomenally successful. It is. It is because, again, I just recognised that there was a space where we needed these honest conversations to happen. And it is now 80 episodes down. I've seen the power and the impact that it has. And they're kind of just, there's no end to what needs to be said about it and the levels of support that we all need, especially as we kind of are coming out of the pandemic, hopefully, and trying to find ourselves because, oh my God, did I even, I felt so lost. And I think you mentioned there the level of support you need. Like we tend to think that you need support in the newborn phase, but Mm -hmm. actually I'm learning now the support that you need and the, the army of women around you that you need to help navigate through the different phases it just continues you know you, you obviously get more confident you get to know your child you get to know how to not panic if there's a temperature but the support and the, the feeling of like having someone who relates and can understand and feeling less alone and, and honestly that was kind of what brought us together yeah. so I was a guest on Every Mom the Podcast when I was a raw new parent <laughs> he was fresh out the oven not as fresh as Juju was yeah. and you were there working when she was like two weeks old oh my god but there was a, a kind of 
a perspective that was being able to offer because I was on number two. Yeah. So we were both raw, but I was less so because I had gone through the stretch of number one and I had kind of graduated into number two and I was going through a whole other different kind of stretch. And I think that's what is really important. We kind of assume once you've done the the pregnancy stretch, the birth stretch, the newborn stretch, that it just ends there and it doesn't. I have a four year old and trust me, I am completely beyond capacity of trying to figure out how to raise her. I really, really believed that labour was the finish line. And I remember just feeling so unbelievably calm when I was in the labour ward and I had an epidural that helped. But just feeling like I've done it now. You've done it. You've made it to the end of the race. And that's all the messaging that comes at you because all of the prep and all of the classes that I did were like, it's just about birth. And then it's beyond that. It's like how to wash your baby. I had no concept of what would happen to the, the transition of becoming a mother. That was just like I was hit by a bus. And maybe it's because I didn't want to know about it or I hadn't experienced it before. I think you probably put your head in the sand because how could you not know there was so much more coming? I, but I thought it would just all come naturally to me. You know, okay. I thought because everyone says, oh, it's the instinct and you just know what to do and it's your baby and they na- they just sleep all the time and everything. I just didn't. Who told you they slept all the time? I know. Well, they sleep. Like when Who are new- these people? I mean, when they're newborns, they do sleep around the clock, but just not at the times that you want them to sleep. But I was, yeah, I, I, so I you was, needed to listen to everyone's podcast more, and I, d- and I didn't, because I, do you know what? I think part of me just didn't want to scare myself. But I think now I realise there's there's a fine line between overwhelming yourself in pregnancy and actually being informed and being able to reach a point where you can go easy on yourself when you do have the baby and realise that it's not necessarily a walk in the park and you might not necessarily be out for brunch on day two with a photo shoot with a glam blow dry, which is some of what we have seen on Instagram. We certainly have. I I think I came at it from a completely different perspective because I was working in every mum before I was pregnant. So my job was to create powerful content that helped promote the realities of motherhood. And as I said, I was doing that before I was even pregnant. So I was actually bombarded with all of the stuff that is really hard and that we should be more aware of. And I went into it thinking like, this is going to be awful. I'm going to be hit with all of the problems. And in pregnancy, I didn't really have heartburn. I, you know, I didn't have the aches and pains. I didn't have, you know, the pelvic girdle stuff. I didn't even have that, a lot of morning sickness. So actually yeah. I was met with a, a an alternative view of, oh, maybe it, the experience isn't always as challenging. But how great is it that if you are having the challenge, there is support there? Yeah, I guess. I didn't really tap into the support until I was at the 11th hour and in crisis mode and really needing it. Um, and that's when I was so grateful to to be on your podcast and have that conversation. Um, and I guess I was on the podcast because of my background. So I have my own podcast, Owning It, the Anxiety Podcast, where I, I talk in all different ways about anxiety, which is, is kind of my experience. I am probably an anxious person in nature. So I was on with you and I had my, my books had been coming out. My I brought out my third book just mm. after I had Kaylin. Um, because of the pandemic, everything got delayed. Um, and then we we had a great old chat. We were in our PJs, so it was probably some milk <laughs> spewed on us. I think us. we both texted each other that morning. Going, I'm so sorry I didn't get a chance to get dressed. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, it's just so needed. We were like, it's fine. It's I'm fine. I'm also in PJs. But we met up then in real life and I dumped on you all of my my anxiety of, of becoming a mother. And we had a really long walk in St. Anne's Park. And it kind of just went from there. It went from there. I think lockdown helped massively. We lived so close together. Our babies are so close in age. And it was a really dark winter had it not been for our walks and talks. 
And it helped me also figure out how much I had stretched and how much I had grown. Yeah. Because I was hearing you and I was like, oh, I remember those words. I remember those feelings. I remember thinking that the week I'm in, there will be no future. Like th- this phase will never end. And it gave me second time round a feeling of like, oh, yeah, it just keeps changing. It yeah. just keeps rolling. And where you were at, I was trying to impart kind of a feeling of like, yeah, but in a week that'll pass and in a week that'll pass. It's so hard to, when you're in the midst of a phase, especially when the sleep deprivation is in full swing, it's so hard Still to there. accept. Still there. <laughs> Still it's there. It's so hard to accept that you will come through it. And I remember we were, myself and Barry were walking in St. Anne's Park and, and like Caelan was a pretty woeful sleeper. We eventually had to get some help in that regard. Um, but the only reassurance he could give me was, look, Caroline, either he will learn to sleep or we will die. Like so in one way or another, this will end sometime. And I was like, OK. But when I talk to you coming from the perspective of, of two, like obviously I had no idea. Like you think every phase is going to last a lifetime. Being able to see that not only does the phases pass, but also that you were on you were on your second baby, how much easier it is second time round for you mentally to because you've already done a lot of the stretch and you've already become a mother. You've made space in your head and your life to become this new person. Um which is where I was starting from. And that was for me the the not the stretch of your identity and becoming mm. this new person was the biggest challenge, I think, for me beyond, you know, the sleep, beyond those things that all do pass. The biggest journey you're going on is for you as a person. Like matrescence is a word I only discovered after I, I, I when I really needed to find it. And I was so, so glad that I did. But for me, I think, I, yes, of course, I had gone through the identity stretch like I was now having my second baby and I was already feeling like I am now a mother. But I think what happens with number two is you lose yourself even more. Like you are taking on still twice the work. You're taking on twice the sleeplessness. You don't grow two extra hands, do you? No. (laughs) So I think you were coming at it from a, you know, a very mental transition, emotional transition of sense of self. And I was coming at it from like, I'm drowning in the fact that we were in this pandemic and there was just no help. And it was all on me and of course I have a really supportive partner but he was going out to work every day so being at home with two you definitely lose yourself even more and I think that's what we want to do here is we want to talk to our community we want to build something in Instagram we want to hear where you are all at because there is no like finite finish to oh brilliant I know what I'm doing now oh this is so easy (laughs) I get it no it's like it keeps on changing Mm -hmm. And would I love more? Yes. Do I think I actually have more to stretch before I snap? Probably not. And if we kind of just gang together, talk about it more, get involved. We are putting up loads of questions and loads of polls because this is not just about how I feel or you feel. No. This is about sharing how the fact that we are all feeling some of it. I think what's really important to say in this episode as well is how we want to give our listeners and ourselves permission to discuss the things that we feel maybe we shouldn't say and you know it's it's we've we've talked about how we don't want to come across like we're being negative or or moany but I think it's like I think it's really important to let yourself off the hook to be like you know what it's hard recognizing yourself in someone is is that the permission slip you need to say okay it's okay to feel that way and you're you're doing a great job and we're giving you an anonymous permission slip because if you take part in our polls and our questions and responses we'll be talking about them here but we'll never get to share who you are so if you're feeling something and you need to just vent it and get it out but you're still afraid of all the shame that comes with daring to say you might be struggling 
this is the place. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's really the fear of the shame, the fear of judgment. I mean, that's something we'll have to unpack completely. It just it's obviously so built into us, you know, to to never say it's difficult. And, you know, the fear that if you're saying it's difficult, it means you do you not even love your baby where you never cut out for that. And one of the messages I got over and over again when I was um, putting out some question boxes was just this feeling of if I find it hard, therefore I mustn't have been meant to be a mother mm. or <laughs> I'm not good enough. And um, this really this dichotomy of I have to love every second of it and my child is perfect and I only say everything's perfect or you're a complete failure. And that's just not reality. Um, so, yeah, just to step away from that shame and that fear of judgment um, is, um, I need it. I something mean, that always stuck with me when I was feeling like that is somebody, I don't I can't even remember who told me, but it has always stayed with me. And even as you were talking there, it popped into my head. Even Olympic swimmers come up for air. Mm-hmm. Even when you are the best in the world at whatever it is they do, they come up for air. And I think that's what we forget when you're in the relentlessness of it every day, every hour, every night. It's okay to come back up for air. Yeah, it's so important. You'll die otherwise. (laughs) You will die otherwise. And whether that's coming up for air and saying, I just really don't want to do this for the next hour or I need to get out or I need to meet people or I need to just say, I love them and this is challenging. Both can exist. Both can exist. They have to. Otherwise, you'll snap. I want to ask you, obviously, we're, we're beyond the newborn phase ourselves. You have a four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah, and she's going to be five soon. No, she's not. I she don't, is? I don't want she to is. hear that because that means time is going by really it's quick. too quick. And I have a one-and-a-half-year-old, an almost 20-month-old. Um, so we're obviously in a different phase now than when we, when we first met. Um, but as we said, the stretch continues in many different ways. What, for you, has been the greatest stretch for you maybe in the last... Since we decided we were going to record this podcast... Um, Okay, so since the reason probably, one of the biggest reasons for me that it took us so long to actually sit down here is because the moment we decided to do this was also the moment I technically finished mat leave. Mm. So I started my own business. I knew that I had to create a career around the needs of my family and not the other way around. I had done the job of going back after mat leave when I had Penny. Um, So I went went back in 2018 and I felt... That's when I fell apart. So pregnancy for me, I'm really fortunate. It is glorious. Newborn for me, again, I don't know why. I love it. Mm. I love. So jealous. I, and, and I know. And, I, and that's, I'm also the guilt and shame of even saying that. Oh, no, that. don't. No, no, no. I love newborn. I find it increasingly harder as the months and the years go by. Now, I'm at a really good place with Penny. As I said, she's, you know, she's four and a half and she can communicate and she's just a beautiful, gorgeous little girl. So I am feeling like, okay, she's flying. This is good. But the finding of myself, that whole piece of the stretch of identity was when motherhood and career collided. Mm -hmm. And that was where, because I would have been very, very work focused, very driven, very diligent, very long hours and thrived in that world. And then my heart was literally cracked open when I had this little baby and I just adored her and I did not know how to exist as both. So I was still trying to show up and be like, I'm on this, I'm in charge and I was getting like really, really great opportunities and, you know, strong promotions and I wanted to do my best and I loved what I was doing and I loved where I worked and I loved the people I, I was working with and I wanted to give everything to them and I wanted to give everything to her and you, I was, you can't clone yourself. And I was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. I was nowhere to be seen. And I think the pandemic broke me. So I was working full time while pregnant and Penny was two and a half. 
and my partner Todd, he was going out to work every day. So I was at home with a laptop and a toddler and a bump. And no, I don't even, I'm getting anxious even hearing yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and burnout, 100% yeah. burnout. And the thoughts of going back into a kind of full-time signed up career that I didn't have some autonomy over when I was returning after Juliet, like breakdown, full, full scale, I can't do it. Um, and I knew I had strengths and talents and opportunities and ways to just bring in what my family needed. So I started a business to, in order to have the, the flexibility and to work in things that I loved, but to still be present for the girls. And I thank God I did, because as soon as they started crash, as always happens, Judy got sick yeah. the whole time, the whole time. And things get pushed out and things get delayed. And for me, so that the biggest stretch is just how do I still perform as career mode me who loves the sense of work and using my talents and using my brain and working with people and collaborating and doing interesting things and then the crash call coming I know and the having to drop it and the guilt and the rushing and the worrying and not sleeping and then still being having to be on it you know and heading out the door and being so focused when your heart is just going I need I need to just go home and cuddle them and does is that allowed to be said or do I look weak I think that's a pretty universal stretch for the the returning to work mother um it's there's not enough hours in the day there's not enough space in your life for all of those things not enough support really in the no in society to allow for all of that um and there is still all of the the ju- like you say the fear the judgment the worry of like am i letting it slip in one you know domain of my life mm-hmm. where am i going to let it suffer today um and for me it was i let me suffer and i still do i still do i am the worst at accepting help in order to take care of myself i will literally go until the crash happens here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. It's so I in my in my last book, I talked about how and I, I write this stuff and I'm like, you need to also practice it sometimes <laughs> um, how, you know, you can do anything and we can. We can do anything, but you cannot do everything. And certainly that comes into sharp focus when you become a parent. And um, there are certain things you just won't have time for. But with all the spinning plates in life, you know, whether it's exercise, if you even have time for that, um, eating, feeding your family, getting your getting the bare minimum of work done it takes to just get the money coming in to pay the bills. The, te- the plate that tends to drop is you because mm. you're just you're willing to sacrifice yourself um, but of course when you let that plate drop everything else falls everything apart everything else falls apart everything um, else so it's we need to that's what I hope this this podcast even if it's just a, if you feel like you're passively listening you're, you are creating a space for yourself to lift up your plate again and 
just give yourself a, a couple of minutes even and you're out for a walk hopefully the baby's asleep for you or hopefully they're at crash and uh you can just think about you for a second without the guilt and Absolutely. figure out what do I need in this moment? What do I need? How, how can I ask for support or help today or this week? Um, so we need to fi- we need to help you <laughs> figure out how, how to ask for help a little bit more often. Um, and I think there's probably a tendency of mothers like, no, it's fine. I'll do everything. I'll do everything. And we will get into the, the martyrdom of motherhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> at some point. Um, Hi, I'm the queen. But yeah, that's a pretty significant stretch and that's not one that's going to be solved in one no, conversation. Because guess what? The world is expensive. You know, we need to work. And also, why have we worked so hard in school and college in our 20s to only have to be forced out now? And I think, if anything, I like I want to join the biggest lobby group for more flexibility for working parents because like there is some really tough little years, but they pass yeah. and we should be able to navigate them and have a really powerful career on the other side. Well, you're raising the future generation. I mean, the, that's the most significant job of all. And it's we feel as if it's just I'm just at home with the kids or I just mm. I, I'm just I'm just a stay at home. Even that word Mom, just, just is such a just it's such a demeaning word. So it's, demeaning. It just completely undermines yourself and your role and the significance of what you do. And do you know what I'm really grateful for, though, with COVID, as horrible as it's been and as much of a stretch that COVID has been that we probably mm. underestimate, my husband being at home, mm. working from home, was like, oh, like he wouldn't have had any concept of how... I'm like, you realise, like, you going up there to the office, you're kind of going on a little holiday there. Like, if I was downstairs with Caelan, especially as he came into toddler phase, he's like, it's really hard work. It's really relentless work. You don't get to, like, set send an email and sit back and scroll on your phone for a few minutes, you know? And I'm really grateful that he was able to see the enormity of the role of parenting and him not just getting this half an hour at the end of the day when, of course, Caelan is delighted to see his daddy and they play and it's all fun and games. And otherwise I'd be getting, sure, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it's fine. He's in great form. And you're like, well, of course he is for you. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, My stretch, which is more of a physical stretch at the Mm. moment, has been... I was so, I did not expect this, um, but I, I had a really pretty terrible pregnancy. I didn't enjoy it at all. I was puking every day. I had horrific pelvic girdle pain. I had to um, go on crutches. Uh, I had the reflux. I was on all different kinds of medication. It was, you really it was, got it all, didn't you? I got it all and it was really not a fun time, which is why I think I thought even more. It's like someone told me, look, they're easier out than in. And that's why I think the seed was okay. planted. So They'll because be, you had a really tough pregnancy, you were like, oh, as soon as they come out, this it's is It's going to be so much easier when I'm not throwing up and when right. I'm not. Now, I'm delighted I wasn't still throwing up. But the pelvic girdle pain never fucking went away. Mm. And after a couple of months of pounding the pavement all day long trying to get him to sleep, um, I started to get this pain and it just kind of grew and grew. And I realised that I was going to be the one of few women and there are a few of us who it persists for. Um, and I'm actually going to go and book in for a scan. I'm going to get an MRI on my pelvis and my back. Um, but my issue at the moment uh, in the last week among other stretches that have been going on in the background has been physically not being able to even pick up my child or mind my child when I am in pain and being just annoyed that I'm still dealing with the effects of pregnancy this long after and how there's no and I also had COVID there's no room in your life you can't get sick you cannot have a sore finger you cannot have a sore back and like back in the day I think I've always rolling with my back I would have you know you'd go and lie down for a few days and you know work from bed and it would no there is literally no time so I was like I don't know how to heal myself I don't know how to get strong so that I can lift him and the need for strength becomes so much more functional because you're not squatting in good form you're you're like hooshing up a toddler who's screaming and trying to wrangle him into a a buggy Um, so so that's been weighing on me lately is trying to physically put myself back together again which I just didn't think I'd be in this position Um, 
um, of, of having to heal almost two years out but I know that I'm not alone in that and that's mm. something that we will discuss in a, in a future episode um, and I think back to the support level and what you experienced it was all about before the labour so no wonder you were thinking okay birth is the final thing because there's nothing afterwards to I, help you oh, put yourself no back together rehabilitation I didn't it was just like um, check your diastasis uh, have you stopped bleeding great off you go is the yeah. baby fine there was nothing about me and I don't want to badmouth the, the support that is there you know in hospitals they obviously take such good care of you but I think there is an awful lot we could do in Ireland to focus on the experience of the mother after she gives birth Completely. in in, in, in gently swathing her in mentally support, and physically mentally and physically so the mental part of it is 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 90% of what we're going to discuss here but for me the, at the moment it's that 10% mm. physical part that is um can be pretty debilitating uh, and then when you know when you're not feeling well physically then it makes all the mental stuff harder because your resilience is lowered and you're just your patience runs out and you're just pissed off basically um so that's where we're at right now you asked people on Instagram where they were at with their stretches I got so many responses. I'm dying to hear what they said because I didn't, haven't seen into these question boxes. But in the next episode, we have some amazing ones on how we're feeling about our bodies. So I asked on Instagram, tell me a way in which becoming a parent, and I opened up to, to mothers and fathers and I did get a message from one dad, which Yay. I will share. Um, but it's mostly the mothers who are feeling the brunt of the stretch, mm. let's be honest. Um, so I asked them about a positive stretch and a negative stretch. A lot of people were leaning into the negative because that's where we feel like we need to speak vent. out loud and vent. Mm. Just wanted to say motherhood has almost broken me, to be honest. Stretched me in terms of what I thought I was capable of, how little sleep I can function on and really, really, really made me wonder if I was cut out for the mm. one thing I used to be sure about, i.e. becoming a mother. It also made me very angry about the patriarchy. Mm. Fair enough. My stretch answer wouldn't go in a box <laughs> because the, the boxes don't give you enough space. I feel stretched in every oh, way. I love Instagram. My patience has had to expand to realms I didn't know existed. My skin has stretched around this weird new body I'm inhabiting. Mm. My brain has stretched to accommodate the minutia. Is that the right? Am mm. I saying that right? <laughs> And me, a published author I know. of someone Use else's your words, life. Caroline. And I feel stretched to capacity in terms of how full my days are. I don't think I could possibly mm. be doing more. And yet I still feel like I'm failing at That's everything. It. It's the stretch to capacity and you still feel like you're not doing enough. My self-loathing has stretched too. Oh. Delightful. It's not all bad, but mostly bad. But I think, th- okay, so need to balance it. You did ask what people were feeling most stretched by. I did. So that is why, you know, it makes absolute sense that those feelings needed to be vented. They needed to come up. But of course, there is amazing positive stretches too. But I feel like we're not allowed to celebrate them enough. We're not allowed to kind of go with that positive flow because we're not supportive enough, supported enough to heal through the bad stuff. Maybe, Kind of carry the bad stuff. I got another message. It, this is a positive one. Stretch my appreciation for my own parents. And this did the same for mm. me massively. You do not realise how much your parents actually love you until you become a parent yourself. True. true. Uh, I thought <laughs> that they loved me the same amount that I loved them. And that is no, not true. It, here's another nice one. Strangely, I actually think parenting has made me a more patient person mm. overall. Not always, obviously, but in the main. My husband feels it has made him more impatient and he's a patient man by nature. I think it's really stretched my capacity to give my all to others outside of my family. Difficult to articulate, but I've less time for BS and just people Completely. not being nice in general. It makes me feel terrible at times. Like most recently, my mother-in-law complaining about how tired she was after looking after the kids for two hours. First time since Xmas unhealthy woman. Like, I just don't have time to see the perspective of, okay, maybe she's not used to it. Instead, I go from the perspective of come on woman stop complaining enjoy your two grandkids your only two grandkids I just feel I'm containing rage on that front all of the time again difficult to articulate it well and I'm probably making zero sense we all feel like that most of the time don't worry I like that feeling though of like because you're so stretched you don't have time I don't have time for drama 
I do not have time for other people's shite. No, I just don't. Not. I just I'm I'm kind of like brilliant. Okay, so if you could just figure that out, that would be super. I don't have time to indulge in that stuff anymore. I found that my tolerance for that went away in pregnancy. I just mm. was like an angry pregnant person I was, and I had no problem telling I'm people so how we met after. I know. I had no problem telling people how and I don't like telling people how I feel in, in like I'm not a confrontational person like if there's ever an issue with a person but it, I had no I just lost it when in pregnancy I was just like no I've no time for this like I'm just trying to get through the day. Um so I think that is one really positive stretch is that you well actually maybe it's not a stretch maybe you actually create a bit of room there for yourself yeah. and be like I'm getting rid of all the bullshit now I don't need it. So I'm going to just shoot through some of the other responses before we wrap up I feel stretched in every direction trying to balance it all and trying to reach out to my career and regaining some of myself again within that but mommy hat keeps pulling me Mm -hmm. stretched my strength way stronger than I ever thought I was in so many ways also my love the amount I can love Mm -hmm. my patience massively it's also stretched me thin and made me unrecognisable to myself at times which is scary was a while there where I could do nothing but get through the day I feel stretched in every direction Someone feels stretched with the comparisons to stop comparing and enjoy the moment and the milestones, but also stretches my patience to the limits sometimes and beyond. And I'm more emotional sensitive, especially when it comes to children issues overall and the global issues. I'm more sensitive to that. Oh, like if anything negative is happening in the world, I break down. I can't. I can't it literally hurts me so much. Even watching movies that I know I are fictional. I cannot bear to see anything with a little boy because I instantly relate it back to, to Kaylin. Work parent, work parent, on repeat, I've lost me in the stretch to be a mother and earner. I'm surprised at how little else I get done while minding a toddler, full-time mom now. Um, The threshold at which I get stressed out is stretched much higher. I'm much calmer. Mm. That's a great one. Mm. And maybe we don't realise how much our resilience has grown in that direction. I find that. I think think the things that we would have, that would have pushed us over the edge before are now so minor. So now when you're in it, you're like, okay, deep breaths keep going because you've no other choice the love is unimaginable but being confined to someone's routine is tough and then I love this one fucking exhausted <laughs> so we will leave it there in terms of the audience participation this week but we'll be having a lot more to come we'll be having a lot more and we'll be kind of drilling into a particular theme and asking you in advance for how you're feeling polls questions comments dms contact us we want this to be a place where we can all talk about the positive and the negative but ultimately help each other to flow with the stretch so that we don't snap it's really important um so that's it for episode one thank you for joining us thank you for getting involved we hope you like what you hear and that you'll come back to us for more where motherhood meets anxiety how fitting what a great tagline we just came up with that today I can't believe we're doing it. We're do- Finally. We've done it now. That's episode one in the bag. Let's go get a drink. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Stretch Marks Podcast on Instagram so you can see what we'll be discussing next and get involved with the questions in the polls or share what you'd like us to talk about next. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and do share the love for Stretch Marks. It really helps us grow this community and it means the world to us as well. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.